Right, you're talking ish. Explain yourself. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Wablo. It's another episode of Chatting Ish. I, I was listening to the last um, recording and I got the numbers wrong saying which episode it was. For, so from now on, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what episode it is. It's just another episode of Chatting Ish. Um, we are we are late, and I can only uh, uh, beg your forgiveness for that. It's it's uh, this this remote distant um, life is is proving to be a challenge, but getting through it um i'm back with another new guest and just like my previous guest i think two episodes ago um i've known this guy for a a while but i've never really sat down and have a ha had a long conversation with him or even spoken at length on the phone if i recall so um simple simon from the esm podcast uh, a good afternoon well, it's good afternoon for me, but uh, for for the rest of the world, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, sir. How are you? Ah, oh, very well, very well. Um, I like that little bit of an intro there. I just want to make it known that when you say we, it's we as in like the chatting ish podcast, like not we as in I'm involved. Okay, <laughs> man, bro, you're like you're 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 your family, man. You're you're, you're part of the, you're, you're part of this. Um, if you're on the show, you it's it's your show as well. So that that's how I that's how I run it. That's how I run it. I um yeah, so yeah i mean welcome it's been a while I, i've had stav i've had wahala and it's and and i sort of waiting for the right time to have you on and now is the right time so um thank you for your time i know you could be anywhere in the world so i appreciate you taking the time out to to, to be indoors to do this so sir uh, give me your origin story who are you why are you here what, what, speak to me give us a little breakdown uh -huh. on who you are um yeah, I'm one uh, one fifth of uh, an, another podcast called Eloquently Saying Nothing. Um, but how did we start? Basically, it was just us um, talking amongst friends. You know, like you have a conversation amongst friends. Yeah. And I think it was like, like Stavros who probably came out and said uh, that he would like to have a keepsake of the conversations, if that makes any sense. Mm. So we started recording them. Um, and then from there the recorded stuff started to get pushed out and then it just turned into a thing it just turned into a, a whole a whole thing and so we've been doing that now uh on and off for the last i don't know is it eight years or something like that something something yeah. strange like yeah, that that sounds right yeah so um yeah so like we're a group of friends we've known each other for a long time um i went to college with stavros's brother younger brother uh wahala um and we've just known each other from there and it's been everything from raving to christenings to funerals like we're just a really tight click and uh, uh and just for the listeners that uh, you guys were by far were one of the first people to jump on this whole podcast thing so you know you lot were way ahead of the curve i mean now it's everybody and their mum's neighbor is on the flipping podcasting but yeah, you guys were way ahead before before people knew what a podcast was. Was yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's the thing about like timing is everything, you know. Oh, um, mate. mate, timing is everything. Everything, and I and I think this podcasting thing even has shown me to another degree how much timing is important. Um, because you can come out with the future before it happens, and nobody understands it at the time. Mm. And <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? And then. Later on, when the future happens, 
it's like they're all going crazy over it and you do you get honorable mention because some people remember you or not and then <laughs> some people don't know about you at all so mm. it's like it's really weird timing is really everything uh, but it's nice to see like the the industry flourish it's nice to see i think it's um because it's not controlled by one central uh henchman corporation type of body the the collaboration stuff that's happening is really really interesting people like working together and like dissolving what we would normally have as natural barriers i.e part of london you live in and all that kind of stuff so like i'm seeing a lot of collaboration i'm seeing like there's a very good um ethical kind of approach to this podcasting thing i haven't really seen too much you know beef or 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 ill feeling or bad sentiment. So that's really good. It's really good to see that. And, and when you say, I'm a, sorry, go no, on. No, I was just going to ask, when you say collaboration, you mean between like content makers and, 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 and you know, like... Our, yeah, our peers, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really weird because it's like um, the, the podcasting community is doing collaborations with other podcasts, which is great. But then they're also including like music uh, people, they're also including um, athletes. They're also like so. It's it's a it's a really interesting space because it's like people that are ground roots underground coming up, um, almost there, need that final push of getting into podcasts and stuff, and they're getting an, an, like another another audience, if you like. Mm. And and it's kind of like with the the industry, the podcast industry has come in uh, and become like glue for other industries and stuff like that. I mean, off of the back of a podcast, I started buying a drink called Green Lady. That was um, really, the, the, yeah. The, it's it's the most bizarre thing. Wait, right? how? It's, break that down. Like how? Oh, right. So I'm listening to um, I think it was the '90s Baby Show. Um, okay, yeah, 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 I'm familiar with it. Um, and they had a guest on, um, and the guest was uh, a gentleman that had created his own drink okay uh, okay and he was the he was the first one to do it and uh, the first one to do this particular drink type of drink i should say so he made a sparkling tea drink sparkling green tea as a matter of fact so green tea drinks are not uh are not a new thing on any market of course but sparkling green tea is something yeah no one's done that before so he was on the show i listened to the show I heard this story from how he came up with the idea, the groundwork to put it all in. And I thought, well, you know what? You might as well just flip a coin. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? You don't like it. You don't buy it again. I went out, bought it, um, and it was actually quite good. I'm, I'm not really a green tea type of... I was of, just about to cold. ask. Yeah, I was just about to ask. Do you, you don't normally drink, drink green tea then? No, I don't drink um, cold tea. I'm okay, not a cold okay. tea drink person. I think I drank, I drank a Lipton tea once. Uh, the cold one, and I, I was just alarmed by how much sugar it had in it. Just never really drank any cold tea drinks again. So I was really going out on a limb with this one, but I think it was because it was the sparkling element that I thought, let me give it a try. Um, okay. Went out, tried it, and I was like, I was actually quite happy with it. I was, but I was blown away that it was so, it was so good. So um, I kind of got onto my workplace and said to them, you know what, um, we should really stop this drink. So they started stopping at my Are workplace. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, seriously. Fam, have you contacted this guy and let him know this? Yeah, yeah, yeah I spoke to him. Oh, okay, wicked, know, wicked, 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 wicked. Yeah, so, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how does Imagine. a drink company come out of a podcast? And then, do you know what I mean? So, like, the, the, the work that's happening with this podcast community, I really do enjoy, I really do enjoy it. It's like, a, it's really become a new avenue. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end so of the day, many... it's, it's so to cut you, but it's, it's content distribution. It's, 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 it's it, yeah, it's content distribution. So it's another medium that is being used to share info and inform and educate and entertain. So, yeah. But I think the maturity about it is what I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I'm really happy about because we have a load of mediums where we can, we can use as a, a, a means by which to pass content on. And you see what happens with a lot of the mediums that we have available to us. Like we, we pass on really nonsense information. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong. There, there are some podcasts that are like, nonsense. there are, yeah, there are a little bit nonsense, but, um, for the most part, majority of them are really, really like, you know, um, so useful. So then it's the, the, it's the fact that this is relatively still in its infancy compared to everything else. It hasn't been ruined yet. It's like, it's like in the early days of, of, of the internet, there weren't that much spam. We read every single email. We, yeah. we, we re literally, we read everything. Now we're scrolling fast past yeah. everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But the, see, so the thing is, is in that beautiful stage now, and I guess the only other side of it is to see whether or not it falls like all the other industry oh, does where, where, you know, some big corporates come in and, you know, take over positions and then they start to manicure the content that's sent out and then it's, you know, it turns into something else. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, it will. That I mean, the, the one thing you can always rely on, especially in capitalism, business businesses ruin everything like if they see if they see a a, a a communication medium that they haven't infiltrated to try and market their their their, their products or services yeah bruv it's gonna be ruined and it happened with myspace it happened with everything so um yeah no it's cool all right um so now simple what part of london are you from uh east Ugh. I just want to. Well, what's wrong with that? Ugh. Anyway, so so for, for just for to add context for the for the listeners, um, I, I the East Massive have a, have had a long um, standing uh, issue with with members of the South London community, and uh, I, uh, a, a true representative of the South London community, have had a long standing issue with the East London community. So um, this is an interesting um, dynamic that we are both on here on this podcast. Uh, yeah yeah but the thing is i like you i like you though i like you though. like you have you you, you have like uh east london oh no, don't even about, try you know it I mean? don't even about east you london do, you do. You and I, I you've been blessed <laughs> this guy this guy anyway um what i well as, as, for for most of the listeners they know that i'm not in the country um so what what how is the uk now like it's it's uh it's saturday the what's the date today the 14th yeah, Saturday the fourteenth. I'm recording this. Um, England yep. have lost. Trump is in yep. the UK. What is yep. the morale like in the UK right now? Speak to me. Uh, um. Okay. So, England lost today, which is the third. Um, it was the third, fourth place knockout. Uh, um, that they played for. So they were playing for third, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, whoever loses gets to fourth. So they've finished fourth. I'll be honest with you. The momentum for like the the push for the behind the England team actually stopped when they lost earlier on in the week and got knocked out. Yeah, um, I imagine so. So the momentum kind of went from there. Um, it was almost, it was almost quite like night and day. It's like, yeah, we're watching the match. 
they've lost. Okay, the World Cup's not important anymore. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of I got like that. Um, as for the, I'll come back to the World Cup stuff. As for the Trump thing, um, there's a massive protest uh, yesterday. Uh, I saw, so, the, I saw the pictures. I saw the video yeah, footage. Yeah, Paul, Portland Avenue was just filled with people that's just protesting the visit of Trump, kind of thing. And did you see? I mean, did you see his reaction? I've I've seen him with the Queen. I've seen him talking about Scotland and Brexit, which was hilarious. But what, did you? I'm I'm interested. Do you think he's he 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 feels any sense of shame or embarrassment that the UK, which is arguably, you know, their biggest ally, the US's biggest ally, have come out in such force to uh, protest his visit to the. To, to, not only his visit, just everything he stands for. But uh, do you think he feels any sense of shame at the turnout, at the at the the reaction? You see, the thing about Trump, yeah. I, obviously, I don't know him personally, but the the I thing that I gather not. about you never know. It could be one of my G's. <laughs> um, the the thing that I, I, I've observed about Trump is that he doesn't really care. He's like he's the type of person that any event that occurs he can spin it to his benefit so i wouldn't be surprised if we saw videos that were um, issued to the american press that showed those crowds of people outside and he spun it and said you know they loved me they were all crowds mm. now in the streets ready to come do you know what i mean like he's that kind of guy um i don't think he he doesn't need to care about what the general public think because he all he needs in his pocket are the politicians. He doesn't. The, the the general consensus of the people of the UK are not of great importance to him politically, in a business sense. Like he doesn't care about that. No, I get I get that. But do you, I, I was just thinking. So I have, I I believe that no matter how thick skinned you are, whether you're online and you're looking at comments about you or you overhear something said to someone about you. It it gets to you in some way, form, or manner. Like I, 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 I that's what I believe. Um, obviously, over time, you develop a a tolerance or, or a thick skinnedness. I don't even know if that's a word, but a, a thick, you know, a thick skin about all of that, and you learn how to cope with it. But still, like I just think, I think I think he's probably gotten used to um, the U.S. hate or the hate from some of the US the US people and then now he's come over to the UK again like you know the, the US and UK are, are are bum chums and now he's you know he 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 lands and he sees all of this we've seen his um what do you call it motorcade or mo yeah we've seen his motorcade, motorcade yeah. yeah all over the like i've seen it in walthamstow east london um i've seen it uh, sort of dri driving through west End, central and all, all of that so and everyone's there hurling abuse filming banners all sorts so he i'm sure he's he's aware of of the sentiment and the feeling and i'm just thinking while he's in that while he's behind those bulletproof tinted windows is he holding his head down is he mocking us? Is he like, do you think he feels any sense of shame? I, I get he doesn't need to care, but I just, part of me thinks he must, he, deep down, he, he's, 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 he's thinking, why don't these people like me? Yeah, you say that, but then the other side of it is, and I think we often forget this, especially being from London and being Londoners, um, 
we assume that because we don't like something, a majority of people in the country don't like something. The, the UK population is like 70 million. He came to London, arguably the, well, not even arguably, like statistically is the highest population populated city in the United Kingdom. But not everybody in the city he was out protesting. Of course, of course. So, so, and I think sometimes when we think on a, on a, on a individual person level, we kind of see a crowd of people and think, wow, that's a lot of people that don't like us. But when you put that people as a percentage of the entire population of London only, if you like, or the entire population of the UK, you realize that they are a small um, percentage. Yeah. Almost, you, you can even argue, insignificant by comparison. Yeah. And I think I think politicians and the political establishment kind of have the second view, where they 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 make the comparison between the rest of the country as opposed to this is the area that I'm in. So I'm not saying that they're not human and they don't feel that you know the the effects of negative energy being pushed at you so vehemently. Mm. But I would go as far as to say I think that they they have the rationale to say, well, you this know, isn't this everyone. is the yeah, this is the vocal minority kind of thing. Uh, and also you have to take into account he doesn't have a popularity contest for the people of the UK necessarily. Like, we're never going to be able to vote in a way that's going to directly affect anything that he's doing in this country. Yeah, so, he, yeah. might, he might drive around and feel like, oh, well, you know, why are all these people so angry at me? What have I done to them? I'm not even their president, kind of thing. Um, and then he'll get into what the media is saying about him and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know. I don't think it's going to be something that was going to overly tarnish or hurt him to that effect. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? After he's, he's done his presidency, whether it's one or two terms, his, I'm sure he's going to do a book about his time, yeah, probably his time in the office. And I, I, I mean, I wouldn't buy that book, but I'll, I'll be interested to know the, the, I guess only then we'll know the, the truths of how he felt or what he, yeah, what he thought about this, this, this everything. Because, I mean, I feel like, Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the uh, I'm being naive, but I feel like he's he's just doing this for 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 show, most of it. Right. He he didn't expect to actually win. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That, that, so that was a surprise. Um, and then once he did win, it was a matter of well, I'm here now. <laughs> she, 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 you know I might mean? as well so, ride this to the wheels fall off. I might as well ride it to the wheels fall off. Um, and even if we come out of this, I come out of this as a as a hated individual. I've still got all of the the money and all the rest of it. I mean, the only way that he would really, really have to tread carefully is if he if he had any guarantees or at least uh, promises that, you know, if he messes up too badly, then his business uh, outside of presidency, just his normal everyday businesses that he has, were going to be necessarily like you know deeply negatively impacted by by his uh, his tenure then maybe he would he would care a bit more but ultimately speaking uh he finishes his terms if the public opinion is that they don't like him that's fine as long as there aren't people that are out there trying to kill him i mean you got bill clinton who was not liked uh, or liked i should say by one community and not liked by another you've got uh what's the other one's name um uh bush you had Bush, who 
overly wasn't liked. But mm. like, I mean, they're no longer presidents now, but you don't hear of any death threats. You don't hear of any problems that they're experiencing. Like, do you, do you see what I mean? But so, do you, hold on. Do you think, I was thinking about this the other day. I think we, we the, the chances of us seeing another assassination attempt are gone. Like it's that's behind us now. It's it's back in the day. You think so? Yeah, man. Because you can't get away with it now, unless it's a a a conspiracy within. You can't get away with it. Like an average, you know, an average voter of the opposing party, uh, who who's probably you know has got some mental health issues, is not going to be able to. It's not going to be uh, to even be able to attempt because. I think with with experience and technology and and just just everything, there it's it's impossible. Mm, I I I wouldn't go as far as to say impossible. I would say maybe more difficult, but I wouldn't say impossible at all. Simply because of the fact that there are so many um, plots, terrorism plots. Oh yeah, um, no 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 no. I terrorism attempts and all the rest of it and. We get told about the one or two that get foiled, but we don't get told about the rest of them. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I'm saying that the the probability of it may have gone down, but I wouldn't say that's necessarily because of uh, how greatly um, how great they are with their techn- technological um, anti anti measures. Just... I wouldn't say it's necessarily that. I would say that um, a, a level of fear in the individual. Of of the public as well has helped to 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 lessen that number. So the idea that you're talking about that you know it's impossible would put a lot of people who may have considered it off because they considered it to be impossible. Um, but that's enough. That's enough. Well, I mean, just to clarify, I'm talking about the good old fashioned man on the grassy knoll or dude up in the balcony in 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 on 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 Western soil. Not not you know somewhere deep rooted in 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 asia or 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 some other continent i'm talking you know like he's doing he's doing his little parade or motorcade across the you know across the states and then there's you know like what you used used to see in the movies kind of thing you know what happened to uh, reagan um reagan and and uh kennedy and i'm talking about that typical assassination assassination attempt i i can't imagine someone trying that now or being able to do that i think the measures yeah, gone no so i hear i hear you saying the measures put in place to go against it are are a lot greater but the, again i don't know like from the way you've phrased that it suggests that you think that maybe the people that have tried these assassination attempts have been normal citizens uh, and I, I don't know if I agree with no, that. No, oh, I, yeah. That's I, why I, I said the whole mental health thing. Job, no, no, not even, not even, I don't even think about mental health. I think the assassination attempts are normally from insiders. Oh, so okay, 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 okay. So, okay. so yes, it's a normal, it's a normal civilian that's used to actually carry out the action. But the plans and the plot, I get you. The rest of I get you. Would have to come from so because I mean, how? does the average person figure out that this is the greatest vantage point for a motorcade that's going to be passing at this point at yeah, this time? Yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. too much information for it to be like Random. Joe Bloggs off the street. Yeah. yeah, no, I get you. I get you. I get you. I mean, even the other day when uh, in the UK here where, uh, what's the MP's name again? Something Cox. I'm removed from I'm removed from everything UK for the last few months now, bro. So no, no, even... no. You, you, you were here when it happened. The, um... Oh, oh was not Sarah the, Cox. The, no, 
Was that someone Sarah else? Cox? Hey, is that is that a presenter or? I know he's uh, okay. I know the the lady who. Oh, hold on. MP. Oh yeah, yeah, hold on. Uh, it is Joe Cox. Joe Cox. Joe Cox. Joe Cox. That's it. So the Joe Cox now that was uh, murdered. Um, like we are on an impression because we get told that the person who did it, there was some uh, reclusive loner guy who you know what I mean. But again, he's seen her. He's done the job. The place where he's done the job, like it's just—I don't know, man. It's just—I don't know how random it is. Okay, so you 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 think that like, was part of a big plot against something? I mean, well, yeah, I um, I, I I hate to, to go down the conspiracy theory route, but I, assassination is a thing where there, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's not a light-hearted action. You don't assassinate somebody because they disrespected you on Monday. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but she was. She, I mean, she wasn't a big time. She's not a big player in the in 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 the government. Yeah, but if but... I'm not if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, she was supposed to be um, going to put forward some evidence that was supposed to blow up some big case. But still, do you think she would have had even even with the evidence given? You think it would have been uh, that much of a threat? It depends on who she's going to blow up. And, and and it's not for me to consider whether it's that much of a threat. It's for uh, them. Yeah, it's for someone else, I guess. Do, yeah, do you understand what I'm saying to you? So it's like all all these kind of all these kind of things would suggest to me that a lot of these assassinations and all the rest of it are not really. It's very seldom. It's just a man that just you know has had enough of the establishment and how things are going. Well, without looking too much into it, I just assumed it was a, uh, it was just someone who had issues with a. Uh, personally i didn't i didn't i mean i'm looking at i'm looking at it on wiki and the cause of death says assassination like yeah. it literally, i think i thought it was just going to be a murder or or, or, or... no it's assassination imagine and, that uh, assassins are assassins are professionals mate <laughs> imagine that yeah assassins are professionals you don't get killed on accident when an assassin is about <laughs> imagine that okay so so that's what i'm saying to you i don't take like a lot of these i don't take you know what I'm saying? Lightly, be, yeah. yeah, I don't take them lightly. I don't take it to be the actions of one individual, even though that's how the the news is reporting it later on. So I don't know. That one's a difficult one. Okay, then. So so all right. So since while while just going over our last di dynamic, what I was trying to put forward to you a, a particular idea of mine. Um, another thing I thought about earlier this week is how easily swayed are you during a debate or argument about a particular a particular thing that you obviously have a, a an opinion or a strong stance on for, for, and and the reason why i said this is for me if the argument makes sense yeah even if i believe even if i've believed in something for years if the yeah. argument makes sense i will definitely take it in and if i'm like i, I like to think of myself as a rational person so if, if if you say this plus this equals this and i can see it and see the working out on the page uh, you know like what we used to do in school if i could see the the steps how you you came to that yeah um idea or opinion i, I i'll run with it like I'll, I'll accept it but for many people as you've witnessed yourself when we used to do let's talk and people used to <laughs> break ish down and for those who don't know let's talk was a a, a a regular discussion and debate event i used to hold many many moons ago um plug 
<laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing to plug now, so yeah, but still, <laughs> we've stopped it for a while. Um, yeah, but you want your accolades. Yeah, uh, accolades. Um, yeah, so, so I, I, I mean, for me, like I said, I, if, if someone, and me and Mike have had this, this conversation so many times, if, 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 if someone paints a, a good argument, a logical argument, that's it, I'm done, I'm sold. Like, I'm, all right, cool, I see that. If my if if that defeats what I've just come up with or what I've been put for what I put forward, cool. But for many people, they refuse to accept it. For See, this reason. is this. Uh, as you know, um, like you said, we've known each other for a, a fair while. As you know, I like a good debate. Um, I'm I'm all here for debate. But I think what a lot of people probably overlook is that the minute you agree to go into a debate you should effectively be open to the idea that you can have a change of a change of yeah. a change of heart a change of idea a change of opinion um based on the debate you're going into so in most cases i will debate and when i'm going to debate i'm open to the idea that somebody can bring forth an argument that not only obliterates what i felt feel or knew before yeah but also could uh, add to what I felt, feel, or knew before as well. So I'm, I'm kind of, I come into the debate open, uh, irrespective of how I may sound whilst actually in the debate. I am the fact that I'm, I'm submitting to debate in the first place, is my mindset is that yeah, I'm prepared to be, to be, um, to be shown otherwise from what I'm thinking, and and I think people don't often do that. People often go into debate thinking that they're right or knowing that they're right and wanting to prove that you're wrong. And for me, the right or wrong stuff doesn't really matter. It's uh, it's the, the, it's a growing and learning process. Mm. Things that I things that I think I'm right on and I'm not to be moved on, like if I've got no position to bargain, I don't bother to debate. Uh, you bring up the subject and I'd be like, yeah, hey, okay. And then you're like, well, what do you think of it? I'm like, I don't think anything because this is not up for discussion as far as I'm concerned. So I don't know people that. So you wouldn't, say, enter, you wouldn't enter. You wouldn't enter the 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 say the battleground even if if I wouldn't. I wouldn't even bother to enter the debate, especially if it's if it's something that I'm ironclad on and I'm and I'm signed, sealed, and delivered. Even if I know that I may not be right, but this is just the way I feel about it, and I, I don't feel an example. Oh, I'm, um, damn. I put you on a uh, spot. Man. Yeah, you put me on a spot. Because uh, I, it'd be interesting to know that you—you've just said you love a good de debate, and you yeah. literally just spent the last like sixty seconds saying that it's not about who wins, and and you know it's 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 a case of learning and and, and all that. And then with this at the same with the same breath, you just said yep. if there's certain things that you ironclad, regardless, da, 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 you wouldn't get into it. Yeah, which I find fascinating. It's it's well because what happens is the reason why you get ironclad is because you've already done debating already to get to where you are. Just, uh, just what I'm saying. So you, yeah, but then with see, see, here's the thing: with the availability uh, of information, we only know what we know. Mm -hmm. To the point where, once upon a time, people were absolutely certain that the Earth was flat. Then it yeah. was proved otherwise. Once upon a time, um, with, with electricity, one end, the, the end that we now know as positive used to be negative. Uh, do, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? So, so it's like. Almost nothing is a fact until proven otherwise. I I hear that, um, and at, at the same in the same breath, everything is a fact until proven otherwise. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. So mm. so nothing is a fact, and everything is a fact until proven otherwise. So 
um, you asked for an example of a debate that I don't bother to debate anymore. Um, it's probably transgenderism. I don't have an issue with transgenderism. And this is the thing that people don't understand as well. When, when the conversation comes up, if I say, you know, I'm not, I'm not I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to get into it, I don't have a problem with transgenderism. Mm. I don't have a problem with a person uh, feeling like they are born into the wrong body and, and um, taking the retroactive steps to, to make changes so that they can align their aesthetic with you know, with how they feel yeah. um, inside. I have no, absolutely no problem with that. The moment I take issue is when you now try to dictate and determine how I view and interact with you in, a, in, in any given space. The, the moment you just tell me that me, me viewing or considering you to be the gender you were born is wrong or is somehow out of place, it's then when I have an issue with it, because now you're not doing what you're doing, you want to do with your own life, you're now actually impacting mine, and you want me to in, indulge in some level of cognitive dissonance in order to make you feel comfortable, and I don't feel like you should be able to force me to do that. So that's why with regards to that, like that's a, that's a, and the only reason why I've gotten to that space is because I've had so many debates about transgenderism, and my debating has been to learn about it, to understand mm. the psychology, to understand how a person gets to uh, a point where this is the the difference that they feel, and this is and not only do they feel the difference, but they also um, feel strongly about it enough to actually want to commit to action. So, I mean, that would be a, an example of an argument that I don't want to have anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't debate it anymore. Okay, okay, all right. I I, I get that. I get that. Um, I'm a scientist at heart, really, and, and, I, and I say that I don't mean in the in the in the in the 100% sense of the word. You know, I know the people out there. Oh, you're a scientist. You're out here doing experiments. Yeah. But I do I do experiment in in social science, if that makes sense. So if I have an idea about something, especially behavior, I will try and I will test the behavior, um, uh, addiction, drugs, and all those type of things. I, I I will think about and try and test that kind of the idea of like for example I consider coffee to be very much a drug yeah um, whereas whereas in society we generally don't like we don't um, consider coffee and cigarettes and stuff to be a drug but when you actually analyze the not only the effects but also the what's the word when you the withdrawal symptoms and the way people behave when yeah. they're not allowed to have yeah. those things it's identical to a crackhead but nobody's prepared to admit that. Yeah. So then... No. No. I mean. I mean. I completely agree with you there. I think it's. It's. It's also. I mean. It's funny because over here, their views to alcohol, for example, is very different from their views to the UK. Like I often have to remind myself that you can't walk down the street. Not that I do it, but you can't yeah. walk down the street with a bottle of alcohol in your hand. You'll get shift real quick. Like you can't. Wait, in do America. That. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do that. And I'm like. Okay. I'm like. Uh, like I, I like sometimes I'm like, well, hold on, it's just I'm I'm just bought it from the store and I'm going home. Nah, for them, brown paper bag, you can't pull it out in public. Sometimes if you if you pull it again, I haven't done this, but I've seen people's reaction. If someone pulls out a drink in public in certain places out here, everyone around them looks at them and go, oh my god, that's a deviant. Oh no, he's up to no good. Like the reaction is 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 alarming sometimes so hang on wait so hang on look sorry 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 i heard what you said let me just synthesize this properly you just said that in america 
uh, I think you're in New York, right? Yeah. If you have alcohol, not open, but you just have a bottle of alcohol that's out and in view in public, people turn around and look at you. Not okay. Not ter- like I'm saying. There's a there's a notable shift. Like everyone looks. Okay. At, do you get what I'm saying? And they don't turn around and look. I mean, come on, it's New York. Like it's it's it's, it's very 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 similar to London. But I'm just saying okay. it's 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 something that we've. Uh, and I say all this to say that alcohol is a drug. However, of society and and everything like that, depending on where you are, the society, whatever, whatever, um, uh, has has perce- has has perceived that drug in a certain way. So it's more mm. it's it's more accepted in some places than it is in other. This this place I'm in now, once upon a time, this drug was outlawed. People died. Yeah, of course. Do you get what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I said all this just in a long roundabout way to say that I, I get that, yes, coffee is a stimulant. And and therefore, it, I don't know the exact definition of a drug and we'd have to look it up, but I'm, I'm saying anything that stimulates you and then when you remove it, you get uh, uh, some type of reaction as a result of the lack of that thing in the first place. Yes, I could definitely agree that it's... it's um, a drug, and but again, it's depending on where you are in terms of how it's uh, seen. Yeah, yeah. So sense. yeah, the, the the culture of of, it, of the society exactly. that you're in. Exactly. But the problem is, like, as a drug, coffee is internationally not looked down upon. If that makes sense, I don't know of any. I think there might be one or two religions that would say that you're not allowed to drink coffee. But aside from that. By and large, everyone's bought into that one. Is that because of the potential harmful effects aren't as great as other drugs, such as alcohol, nicotine, and what have you? No, I think it's because the the there has been um, studies that have found that there's an increase in productivity that's linked to caffeine. So, um, but no one's died of a caffeine overdose. Nobody has died of from a coffee. Overdose. From coffee, let me let me just stress that from coffee. I'm sure they. But have, I don't know. With these things, people don't study them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So, you may have a cardiac arrest, but they won't necessarily put it down to you overdosing on coffee. I'm saying this because I used to drink coffee in a. I, I quit coffee like about three, four years ago now, okay. and I used to drink it in like in extreme levels. I, it was it wasn't unfamiliar for me to put. Um, a double espresso in an americano which is just basically double strength coffee inside of coffee you thank know you I mean? thank you for explaining that because i was about to say what a, a, a double espresso yeah, in americano all right yeah it's like the equivalent of uh let's see the equivalent of taking a double brandy shot and putting it into i don't know another brandy shot effectively and 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 just for context an espresso I mean, one person, like a person would have an espresso, what, a day, uh, every other day? Like, how strong is it? No, it's, 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 it's extremely strong because an espresso isn't even a whole cup of coffee. It's like it's a that really, little shot really, thing, isn't it? Yeah, so look, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a coffee shot, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I would have a double of that inside of a normal cup of coffee. That's the okay. level that I got to. Okay. And it got to the point where I would be shaking. Like, literally, like, my hands would be shaking. I'd be unsteady kind of thing. And you go through the day with that, but uh, because of the focus that you get from coffee, and I, and I, oh, caffeine, I should say, not necessarily coffee. And um, at first, I was like, yeah, it's, it's rubbish. But then, again, like I said, the science side of me tries it out, and 
you go a few days, no coffee, you see how your mood is, you see how your focus is, you see how your ability to complete tasks is. And then you take coffee one of the days and you're like, oh, hang on a minute. I, it's very subtle, but I do feel like I can concentrate on this task a little bit more. And you try it over and over and over again. And then you come to the point where you have to just admit, okay, yeah, you do. it does help with the focus. And I think that's part of the reason. Because of the, because of the, the graph that shows that the intake of um, coffee increased at the same rate as the intake of uh, the productivity. It's a productivity curve. I think I've seen that somewhere anyway. Mm. Um, it shows a direct relationship between those two things. And obviously productivity in a capitalist market is needs more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of where the link is. Um, cigarettes, I'm not entirely sure why they have such a blind eye aside from the amount of tax revenue they get from it. And the fact that the the biggest company in the world for cigarettes is British American Tobacco. So, mm. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But I think again, well, I mean, I feel the reason why most of these drugs are stuck on the I don't know what you call it the the, the class register where class A, class B, class whatever, and then yeah. um, and 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 others aren't is is primarily sort of the 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 side effects that can be quickly seen or or or, or that come about at a at a, a speedy in a, spe- a speedy a short length of time do you get what i'm saying like if you if you take crack cocaine heroin what happens to you after the, the 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 addiction? What what it puts your body through, your behavior, and everything like that. The 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 effects of those come about way quicker than I'd argue, coffee, even nicotine, um, or um, alcohol. Sometimes, like for 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 someone to turn into an alcoholic, and then and to the, to the stage where again, I'm, I'm this is just me spitballing here, but for, for, to get to the stage where it literally ruins uh, not ruins it it affects your behavior to, to, to the point where it's, it's now just not it's dangerous or badly it's a, it's a while compared to i'd argue compared to heroin or something like that so i think that's no, well, where that's where the perception is and that then, then in turns to policy and what have you yeah but then that perception ha- hasn't come out of necessarily study like for example and i say this in the sense that for example um if you say drugs to a Nigerian, um, they immediately have a, a mental image of a person who's strung out, a person who yeah. uh, is probably homeless, a person who, do you, do you understand, who's, yeah. who's lost everything, kind of thing. And that is just a blanket thing they have. It doesn't matter which drug you're talking about. It's like, it's literally, you know, as long as it's to do with drug. That these are the these are the reactions. This is what this is what happens as a, as a result of drugs, and it's not necessarily true. Like for example, the the the, the drugs you've mentioned were what crack, cocaine, and heroin. Yeah. Um. On a physical level, all three of those things have a different effect physically. Out of the three things that you've mentioned, only one of them actually has uh, a physical dependency issue directly linked with it, and that is with heroin. The others, cocaine. And we've lost simple, but I think he's on hold, so you may have pressed the button. So let's just. Hello? Yep, yeah, I thought so. Sorry, sorry. It's all good, it's all good. Sorry about that. It's all good. Um, yeah, so 
of the three that you've mentioned there, um, with the crack, cocaine, and the heroin, it's only heroin uh, as a heroin that major dependency. Physical, yeah, physical dependency. The other two are uh, uh, psycho, psycho. What do they call it? Psycho. Psych- psychological dependency gets created uh, for those. Mm. Um, and alcohol, as much as you say, it takes a while for you to become an alcoholic. A lot of the the extreme downsides of these drugs come as a result of an individual's um, susceptibility to certain things. So, for example, you can have 10 people that all take heroin once. And out of those 10 people that take heroin once, maybe three of them get hooked and they have to have it again. Whereas the other seven are just like, well, no, you've got to, it would have to be another two or three times before okay, we get, okay. ever get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. People have a predisposition towards certain things. There are some people who smoke weed all their lives and they'll never had a hallucination and then there'll be another person who smokes exactly the same weed and they'll be hallucinating all over the place. Yeah, um, yeah. And what happens a lot of the time is that we don't study the actual effects of drugs on uh, on people as a broad study. We do it as, okay, all of the people that we know that are homeless, that take drugs, uh, will we consider them to be crackheads. They're prepared to do anything to get their drugs, and that's it. So it must mean that there's a direct relationship between those drugs and doing anything to get those drugs once you become addicted and hooked. Mm. Whereas uh, I've like seen loads of studies, especially by... Um, a, a black scientist, I forget his name now, is it Carl Lewis John or something like that? I can't remember. But he um, has done the other side of the science of it um, and has said that as much as uh, these drugs are actually addictive, there is also an environmental element to it and there's also the individual's predisposition towards okay. addiction. Um, and so what you found is that a lot of the cases, if you give a person who is quote-unquote a crackhead something else to do other than take crack they will do the something else do you understand what i'm saying yeah 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 so so it becomes then that the habit kind of snowballs the habit if that makes any sense so i think like the way we look and think about drugs and drug addiction is is all bent out of shape anyway um and yeah no to, I, I can to, see to, that i can see that to, to come back to the point that i was making about uh the coffee earlier on is that um if you look at the withdrawal, like I've seen people who are working in offices who are, you know, straight up and down people, but when they don't have that morning coffee, it's like the beginning of the end of the day. Like the coffee machine has been broken at work before. And when the coffee machine at work is broken, Problems. you know about it. Yeah. yeah, because there's people standing around there waiting to expecting it to get fixed. And then there's others that are like, how can the coffee machine be broken? This is outrage. And then you just see them getting very sketchy. And then there's the others that were just, oh, coffee machine's broken. Okay, cool. I got to go around the corner to go to Starbucks to go and get it. Like, so you can see that there is a, a real dependency on this thing. Mm. But because of how we socially view it, we don't consider it this to be, uh, uh, you know, a problematic substance, whereas in it actually is. So, in your world, your ruler of whatever land you're in, Wakanda, Zamunda, whoever, wherever. What would you do with coffee? Would you stick that on the register on the on the class list? Um, yes, I would stick it on the class class list. Putting it on the class list doesn't necessarily mean that it's illegal. No, oh yeah, no, no, no. I get that, I get that. But yeah, it's, 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 it's still recognised. 
Yes, and that's where I think the problem lies. We don't have that recognition. Okay. You like, just... we, we, yeah, we, we just kind of, you can, I mean, you could, I try it with my grandparents. These are the people that I tried these experiments out on. Like, my grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some illegal war, war scientist, man. No, no, these are, these, are the people, these are the people that I try it out on. They, they have been entrenched and inducted into a, a certain frame of thinking. So you mentioned cigarettes in front of them. And yeah, my grandma doesn't like cigarettes. Mm. She doesn't like, like smoking because of the the health impact of smoking. But she isn't outraged by it. She would just much rather you didn't Do it. S- smoke cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Whereas you mentioned just the mention of cocaine. Oh, this guy was doing cocaine. Cocaine yeah. around me. Like It just turns into a massive thing. Yeah. And in reality, they're not the same drug, but the effects, the the effects of them, and and what people are prepared to do when they're not able to get them, are you know, it's, it's not 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 that far apart. Bro, it's think, it's branding, it's branding, it's straight branding. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. when you say, even though cocaine is arguably the least harmful out of um, heroin and uh and crack and cocaine like raw co- <laughs> like fresh raw un not mixed with crack crap sorry um it's still considered a thing you know like i mean it's it's a, it's associated with drug lords and 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 cartels and stuff like like it's it's just branding it's just it's got a it's got a bad brand it's got yeah, a really it's, bad brand it's and the the branding is uh, how do they put it it's um ironclad Brandy. Yeah, yeah. Because what they've done is they've associated so many other things with it that mm. it doesn't matter which way you look at it. Um, as long as the word heroin is mentioned or the word crack is mentioned, you throw all of this other stuff on top of it. Yeah. Do you understand, do you understand what I'm saying yeah. to you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it respects it. You don't know. Like, it's it's really weird because um, I, I know people who smoke crack recre- recreationally and if they don't tell you, you don't know. You wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They I... go to work as normal. They pay their bills as normal. Like everything is normal. But where somebody smokes a cigarette, they'll smoke some crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. There's, there, my caretaker, not my caretaker. My my neighbor's caretaker is 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 was the same. And uh, yeah, yeah. I won't go too much into it. But yeah, I, I learned a while ago that oh yeah, he's on it. I'm like, what really? He looks so cool. He looks so clean and and put together and 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 you know this is this is when the branding of crack was that you're strung out, you're homeless, you're dependent, you're scratching yourself trying to sell cheeseburgers and all manner of things just for that. Do you know? Do you shit. know what I'm saying? To you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the thing is, it's like so when with the with the people that smoke crack, I was like, wow, okay, so you're able to maintain now. And you start you start asking all the questions that you you're, you've been taught to ask, like, oh yeah, if anything goes wrong, then they're just gonna go, you know, spiraling out of control. Yeah. But the the reality of it is, they're living a life the same way you're living a life, and some of the things, negative things that have happened to you, have happened to them as well. And so it's like you then get to a point where you're like, hang on a minute, I've tried to look at all of these eventualities for things that would push them down the road, and it hasn't happened. And they've they've experienced the things, and it hasn't happened to them. So then you didn't have to start questioning whether or not it is the drug or whether it is the person, the person. their reaction yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm, I, it's interesting. You, it's, it's a fascinating, a fascinating subject because it, it, it 
it brings about the whole argument that with the exception of angel dust and other other types of dust that are that will literally ruin you regardless mm -hmm. who you are or, mm -hmm. or your makeup or your 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 surroundings or whatever with the, with the exceptions of those types of drugs most drugs in their pure form are cool but it's the recipient that will determine what happens do you get what i'm saying like whether you you become yeah like, oh yeah mad dependent or it, it's interesting it's really interesting well well yeah well i mean to all you costa starbucks all them people there who, who buy their their morning um coffee sorry for ruining it for you um you have simple to blame <laughs> To be honest with you, if you even look at the, how much money they spend on that stuff, it's like it's crazy, uh, isn't it? It's like it's crazy. How much is it now for like a a regular cup? Is three pound or something? I, I don't know. Three I don't pound, drink. Three pounds, like three to three to five pound, depending on the size and all the rest of it. Like if you, I reckon, if you top up the money that they're spending on it's the coffee, fifteen to twenty five pound on 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 a week on drink on coffee. It's more than fifteen to twenty five pound a lot of the time because you're suggesting that they have one a day. One a day, yeah, don't. yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, often yeah. don't like. I don't know. I'm not going to go as far as to say that they probably uh, spend as much on coffee as crackheads spend on crack, but I don't think that the numbers will be as far apart you know as, as you'd expect. It's mad. Yeah, no, you know what? You're right. It's it's it's. When you really, if you was to really chart it, put it on a chart and 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 compare. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the two sat side by side. This is what I'm saying to you. This is what I'm saying to you. But again, because of, like you said, branding. the marketing and the yeah, PR and yeah, branding, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't have the same emotional uh, connection to, to, to that. Um, the cigarettes and coffee, they probably spend the same amount as, as, as crack addicts do on crack or heroin addicts do on heroin. It's like, uh, uh, like you said, if you chart it, I won't say it's going to be like for like pounds. Of course, pound, of course not. No, the, no, no, the, no. the correlation will definitely be there. We have, I mean, we have to um, allow for the fact that one is legal, one is illegal, which would greatly um, affect cost. If if everything was legal, I'm sure they would be like for like close, close in in figures, sort of side by side. If you put them side by side, but obviously, yeah, it's one one particular drug is is approved by the government, and 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 so it's, so to bring it but into the country is easily, whereas the other has to be smuggled, which obviously incurs a cost and 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 and, and so on. But it's... you say you you say that, but remarkably, us uh, like as much as the illegal drug, you'd expect to have a higher, um, uh, higher value um monetary value attached to it, it it not only is it illegal and yes you have to get it here but you also have to have it so that people can afford to buy to afford to buy it and afford to be addicted to it do you understand what i'm saying okay so in doing so that kind of pushes the price down to like a nominal level like you need a crackhead to be able to come back to you four or five times for the day to buy a crack if you're gonna if you're gonna sell it at 50 pounds for uh for a small amount that crackhead's not going to be able to come back to you as many times during that day because acquiring 50 pounds is not an easy job yeah, but see I, I okay i mean i i can't I'm, I'm i'm not qualified to get into the drug economics but i think what it takes the price on the on the black on the well, i don't want to say black market but the illegal market um is is the 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 this expenses incurred in bringing it through some extraordinary means because it's not easy like for every 
for every shipment that gets through, there's probably two or three shipments that don't. And that as a result of that, I, 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 I believe, I imagine that it would, that would affect the, the cost of what is out on the street. Yeah, it does. But then there's the other side of it. Like what comes into the country and what actually eventually makes it to the street are two completely different um, levels of concentration. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it still passes through all the handlers. Yeah, yeah. But the the, the money stretches out is what I'm saying to you, basically. The the money gets stretched out. So it might cost uh, a grand or something to have somebody smuggle it over or, or a few grand for someone to smuggle it over. But after they've taken that stuff and mixed it down and what yeah. have you yeah yeah it, uh, it becomes negligible like people don't do this business because it's not it's not uh lucrative do you know what i'm saying to you okay so yeah i hear what you're saying but then then we obviously we have to factor for sort of like the bulk by dynamic in it so it's like when you buy like if you said a thousand then when broken up and spread out and and and, and distributed it will be worth twenty thousand or well i don't know what the numbers are but fifty thousand or something like that but I still, yeah. I still point, don't. I, I mean, again, I'm not qualified, but I still feel that what determines the price is the the expense needed to bring it in. But there's that gets factored in, but I think the demand is probably greater. Mm. Oh, anyway, the, what I was um, the guy that I was talking about earlier. His name is uh, Carl Hart. He's an associate professor of psychology. Hart, H E A R T or H R T. H-A-R-T. H-A-R-T, yeah, okay. Carl Hart, H-A-R-T, and uh, he's been he's been working like a, for a long time trying to bring education about drug uh, abuse addiction. And drug addiction. Yeah, yeah, drug abuse addiction and, and the way that we view it and treat it. Um, so he, he's a, he does brain science and all that kind of stuff as well. So he's like, he's really good, he's a really good guy. Cool. Nice one for that. Okay, we went really went into the world of drugs just then. Um, I know. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a name for the podcast relating to I don't know, like addicted to coffee or something like that. I don't know. I'll I'll think of something. You know that. Um, All right. So moving on to something light, more light-hearted. Yep. So I can like you're. I think you're a well-read, well-educated, articulate person. So. I'd love to hear your insight on this. Would you want to meet your childhood celebrity hero if given a chance? I love when people tell me I'm well read, you know. I do not read. <laughs> okay, well 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 listened. Or, no, or... <laughs> still, no. I'll take it, I'll take it. I'll take the accolades. What do you mean? Accolades. Um, so childhood heroes. Yeah, this one is this one is weird. You've heard, I mean you've I'm sure you've heard about Jordan, like Apparently he's the the worst ce- um, worst celebrity you could ever meet. Okay, have you, have you heard? No, I haven't. Okay, but... cool. So you know you know Jordan. Everyone knows Jordan. Michael um, Jordan, yeah. The, the legend, Michael Jordan, legend. Yeah. But apparently he has the worst personality in life, and maybe that's because of all the, all the hard things he had to he had to go through when he was when he was active in the in the game of basketball but now he's everybody who has met him and i've heard in an interview has said he's a scumbag <laughs> <laughs> literally everybody i haven't heard one person say one good thing about him in terms of personality wise and, and i don't know if you've ever seen that um that piece of that video clip where he he reads out all the names who 
who said he, he was never going to make it. At a press conference or at a speech, he went. He was award. He was. I think he was being awarded for something. And you know, he he, yeah. he received the award, and he goes, "I want to thank this. I want to thank that. I want to thank that." And I also wanna. And then he goes in and names all the people, all the teachers, all the haters, all literally. It was a long ass list of people. And this is a this is a big man at the you know at the at the end of his career being celebrated. And it's like someone going up on the, uh, you know, on the Oscars and saying, you know, they received best actors or the Emmys. The Emmys are around the corner. Um, they received best, best actor, best actor, and they go up and goes, yeah, I want to thank the director. I want to thank my mum. I want to thank my 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 teacher, and I also want to, um, uh, you know, I also want to let um, my ex girlfriend Sarah, my um, my old roommate John. F you, uh, I made it. I told you I'd make it 34 years ago. I told you, da, 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 da. and that's what Jordan did at one of his speeches. Like he's, he's, that's his personality. Like he's just not, he's not, an, he's just cold. All right. So I'm going to answer the question, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to let me, let me address that, that Jordan piece there. Because like it's, 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 it's interesting, right? So on the surface, um, him re- reading out a list of people that have been transgressors against him or he considers them to be transgressors against him and then putting a big F.E. on the end of it. On the surface, that sounds like some ultimate team petty stuff to do. Hell yeah. But in reality, and this is me looking, like stepping back and kind of looking at the big picture, there are... There, in order for you to achieve something requires... Adversity and, and struggle. No, yeah, but it, yeah, it, re- it requires input. Let's just let's say input. Mm. So whether that's positive or negative is entirely how you want to view it. But let's just say it requires input. It requires energy of some sort. Um, and if it is that it requires energy and you receive that energy, whether that energy is determined to be negative or to be positive, you are a product of that energy. So as much as all the people that encouraged him are to be thanked for him achieving what he's achieved equally the people who were transgressors against him also should get an honorable mention so as much as it sounds weird that oh you know why would you mention them you know you've done you've done so great i would still mention them as well maybe i might not say the fu maybe i might thank them for being the detractors um that have you know because they gave me a, a backboard to to push against and say you know but you're I, giving I'm them gonna, you're I'm giving gonna... them light though bro you're giving them light like i think the best way yeah, but you should why you should. You should because it's this acknowledgement it's acknowledgement of the fact that you appreciate that you didn't get to where you are now because everything was firm. okay so don't you there think... were people that put put obst- obstacles in your way and you overcome those obstacles all right so don't you think a better way would be to contact them and say john remember when you when you laughed at my dreams when you um you stabbed my basketball when you um shit in my uh, trainers remember that thank you boom no no you do it you do it but you, you on a pub, I, I, on a public stage yeah you know what this saying yeah is a it's what the young people saying or what have you and they, they drop it everywhere but on this particular occasion i think it's right you keep the same energy my friend ah. you keep you keep that you remain <laughs> consistent keep that same energy man so yeah, it looks, and the reason why it looks weird on the public stage is nothing to do with the fact that it's actually weird. It's to do with, again, how we've been taught to consume media. 
how we've been taught to be reserved, how we're taught to address. It's like it's a system of communication that we that it goes against. Like uh, we 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 are a product of a, a, a system that says you should always boost somebody when they've done something right, and you should always tell them um, quietly and to the side when they've done something considered to be wrong. I'm doing uh, air quotes here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are a product of that system. So when somebody steps out of that boundary now and it's putting the, the people who have done good things and the people who have done bad things on the same stage and calling them out at the same time, it goes against the system. So we're like, oh, well, why would you do that? But in reality, why the hell would you? Not to say that it's something that I would do, but I, I, can't, I can't sit here and say, oh, yeah, you know what, That's, that wasn't the... It wasn't the correct thing to do, kind of thing. As far as the question is concerned, um, I learned a long time ago that you shouldn't. Sometimes you shouldn't really meet your 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 so-called heroes, um, simply because they're your hero in one dimension, and that dimension is what you've seen of them. Yeah. And then the rest, the rest of the image, it has been created actually by you. So. You've gone on and said, "Oh well, the way they uh, the way they perform at whatever it is they do, you know, they must or they probably like this, or because they bought this fashion brand and I like that fashion brand, and the the uh, the ethos of that fashion brand is this, 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 this." You then you like you build your own picture of that person, and so, you do so without that person actually telling you anything. So okay, so. You start. You're in secondary school. No, you're in primary school. Who who is someone that you looked to? You looked up to, whether it was a sportsman or a sportswoman, uh, an actor, uh, uh, a comedian. Like who did you look up to when you was in primary school? Name one person. I don't know about look up to, but like I was fans of. We, uh, me and my cousin were wrestling fans, so it was all. It was Hulk, it was who? Oh, an Ultimate Warrior. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Say that again, because we we just we they just lost Hulk you. An Ultimate Warrior. That is quite sad. Okay, so then. Hulk Hogan. Hulk and Hulk, Ultimate well, Warrior. You don't want to meet a Hulk Hogan, because. From. Yeah. From wrestling. Wait one second, because it, 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 we're losing you here. Um, you, heroes. You said. Ultimate Sorry. Warrior. It's all right. Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Um, now, Ultimate yeah. Warrior's past, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. So, we don't want to meet Hulk Hogan because he's, he's, he's a see you next Tuesday and with what with his recent comments. Um, of course. Um, so, Ultimate Warrior, before he passed, he's at a... Uh, an event that your your com- your company puts puts on a Christmas event. He's there. You have the chance to 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 tap him on the shoulder and say, "I I used to watch all your 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 matches back in the day. Can I get a picture?" Or, or I don't know if you're the picture man, or but but whatever. Like, you, so you won't do it. He's 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 within walking distance. You you're not gonna do it. No, I wouldn't. Because that's not how that's not how I know him. I know him from wrestling. So if I'm at wrestling, or if I'm at a wrestling match or what have you, and I saw him and he's in character, he's in costume, then I would be more likely to. But outside of that, like 
it's really weird. Um, I don't know if I'm just weird as a person, but it's it's really weird. Like I've I've been in in contact and I've met a lot of people that um, you know I've maybe looked up to and admired to some degree, but mm. I, I, I haven't, or I have actually met um, met them and spoken to them. Some some surprise. Mm-hmm. What we tend to forget is that. That is a person, and that person is a person like you are a person. So, when you're, you know, wanting to meet them or what have you, yeah, you may, you, you could be just open to meeting another person and seeing how they are. Then turn out that they're. Open. If that happens, that doesn't make them any less um, the person who you looked up to because you didn't look up to them for their personality. You looked up to them for that image that they that you knew them through. That's the prism you knew them through. Okay. Have you so you, have you ever approached? I'm not really the... so. Wait, say that again, because. Uh. Oh, sorry, we're breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So say that one more time. Just that Hello? last bit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not really. I haven't really like you know, gone for meeting celebrities now. I've met quite a few. So how have you met them if you don't really want to engage with someone? What happened? One one time I was one time I was raving in um I think it was cameos in London. Oh gosh. Um and I'm just walking through the rave and I just see Edgar Davids. Hello. Oh, you're cutting out. You're and, cutting out. Uh, Edgar Davids was one of the. Okay. Edgar Edgar Davids. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so Edgar uh, Davids was just randomly there in the place. But did and you speak to? I went up and had a conversation with him, and he was. Yeah, yeah, I went and had a conversation with him. He was cool. Why? But I wasn't expecting anything because oh, okay. I only know him through football. Okay, 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 okay. So it's the fact that yeah, you... so I'm saying to you, like, yeah. I'm, I'm not expecting. Um, do you know? Uh, do you remember Red Dwarf? Yeah. Catman. Yeah. So, yeah, I met Catman from Wedroof. He's so cool. Yeah, he, he does look it, bro. He do, he looks he looks mad cool. He is properly properly an okay guy. Uh, Lennox Lewis, I met him. He's properly cool as well. He's a humble brother. Uh, who else is there? I've I've met a bag of them. Some of these footballers as well. I've met a couple, quite a few footballers. Like, but I don't know them. As per, as individual people, so I don't I don't approach them. I don't I I approach the celebrity the same way I would approach a normal person. Where I don't know what to expect from them. They could say or do anything. They could turn out to be somebody who I don't want to speak to again. But even if it does happen, like I can't now say oh, oh yeah, because their uh, their personality sucks. That now you know I can't I can't. They're not my fan, and I'm not. They're, they're not my idol anymore. They're not my fan anymore because I don't idolize them for their personality. I idolize them for whatever it is they've done. So okay, okay. So hello. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we we've got some delay issues, wow. but um, can you hear me? Yo. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we've got some mad delay issues. So yeah, okay. So so let's 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 round this up. So if you didn't admire them then 
you're happy to approach them. But if you did admire them, there's some type of emotional stake that you wouldn't want to um, risk, you know, spoiling your image of them. So you wouldn't bother speak to them. Simple, you there? Yeah, I'm there, there. Go okay. On. Did you hear me? Yeah. So uh, the last thing I heard was if you didn't admire them. So yeah. Okay. So I'm just trying to just just trying to clarify. So it, it's the fact that the the variable here is whether you admire them or you don't. You, you or you you know where you do admire them or you don't. It, it, the fact that when you if you if it was someone you did admire, then there's like an there's there's an investment, there's an emotional stake, um, and you don't want to risk tainting that um your perception of that person well to a degree yeah because um you you only know them in one dimension and by meeting them you get to know them in another dimension and because you like the dimension that you already know them in you make an assumption that you're you're supposed to like them in the other dimension as well and in and in reality that's not necessarily true but don't we do that in life? Like a lot of us are, well, a lot of us are different at work than we are outside of work. Yeah. Like well, that's the best example I can give. Hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Like, like a lot of us have worked with people who are completely horrible as individuals when they're at work. But as soon as you go off work and you go for evening drinks, you're like, how comes this guy that I'm sitting with doing evening drinks? can't be present in the office during the day why do you have to be such a dickhead during the day like it's just it's just it's seriously it's just it's just the dimension that you know the person in mm. so for me like when it comes to like meeting that idol hero what have you i wouldn't blanketly state that i would i wouldn't want to meet them but i also don't have like a rose tinted view of meeting them being necessarily a positive experience for sure mm. That's okay. what that's what it is. All right. Um, I think for me, I I I'm not I'm not the person to go up to many people anyway. So you know I've seen celebrities or whoever, and I'm not engaged or asked for a picture. I'm I'm not really the picture type type of guy. Um, however, few people I do admire, and I'd like to think I am a good judge of character, not just in the dimension that we we've experienced you know whether it be a tv music print whatever not not just that but actually in person so if i see someone that i've admired or looked up to and i and i and 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 i get that there it's a it's a potential that they're going to be uh, an ass then i won't bother but if i get a vibe that they're, they're they seem to be welcoming um and open and and you know and not combative or anything like that then I'll definitely have a quick word and maybe even ask for a picture. If, you know, on the few occasions I, I have done that, it's always been people who I've always looked up to or, or admired. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because I've heard, I've heard some stories especially in a lot of interviews, people meeting their childhood heroes and, uh, and it's gone so wrong. And it makes me think, did you, did you read the situation well before you went in there? But you say that, and I, I and I, I'm not gonna disagree with what you're saying because I, I get the point you're making um, about you know, that judge of character and all the rest of it. But then, whether we like it or not, 
for these people to have been your idol necessarily, there has to have some level of celebrity, right? What is celebrity though? Cele- I mean, for me, it's, it's someone so, being celebrated for what they do. So they do what yeah, they've done and they, they've, they've done what they've, they, you know, they did what they've done and then they've been celebrated for it. But the thing is, uh, the, the thing that they've done um, is their stage. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And as you know, as you know, with with uh, being on the stage, there are certain again, like we we've mentioned PR a number of times. There's PR. There's uh, there's marketing. There's advertising that goes with being on stage. So if you are fulfilling a role that requires you to be on stage, there is governing dynamics for that role. So if you're an athlete, there's certain things you can't be seen to be associated with as an athlete. If you're a singer or a, or a performer, there's certain things you can't be seen. If you're an actor, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. whether, whether we like it or not, even if those people within their, the thing that we admire them for are trying to be as real and as, as, as genuine to themselves as they can be, because of the governing dynamics of those things that they are on stage with, um, it means that you're never going to get that true authenticity. And to that, to some degree, that, that, celebrity is on stage which means that when they come off stage there's going to be certain airs and graces that may not necessarily be there um uh, i hear you i hear so you. you don't you as as much as much as i know what you're talking about you're talking about being able to see through that and see uh the the essence of a person and yes it's a skill that can can be honed and it can be done but i wouldn't beat yourself up too much about it if you found that you fell short um, on your assessment because the truth of the matter is you're assessing somebody who's on stage and whether we like it or not to a degree they are performing for you to have a certain reaction to them okay they're eliciting that that reaction okay so, so he... when you then when you then meet sorry when no. you then meet them in normal life yeah they don't have to do that performance no i get that i get that however the the thing the wonderful thing about art is and 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 I'm taking the approach that art is something that not can that cannot be mass produced. I'm, this is Seth Golden's um, viewpoint. It's it's something if you create something unique and that cannot be repeated like exactly, that's art. Now everything from not everything like many things like from sports to uh, sort of acting, singing, whatever, whatever. The, if we say they're all artists yeah um they they put their when 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 they do what they do they put themselves in it yeah they have to they're not robots they're humans do you get what i'm saying so whether it's a a sportsman or whatever whoever whoever it is that you admire you're putting an element of yourself into it and if i'm like maybe maybe what 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 the criteria for me to admire someone is different from others but if for example um one person i've admired is 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 a soul singer called called dwelle like i've been listening to him for you know 50 uh, i would say 10 years 10 plus years and by far my favorite singer ever, ever like you know whatever whatever and because of what i do i run a soul lounge i have i have i got the op- opportunity to dj for him and i've met him countless times and yeah out of all the artists I've seen, been backstage with, whatever, whatever, I went out of my way 
to speak to him, to take a picture with him, to like to build a relationship with him. And the only reason why I felt um, that I, the only reason why I wanted to do this is because his art, and in this, and it's for this argument, it's music. I, I, I get a sense of, I'm, I, you know, I appreciate what this guy is doing. I'm a fan of what he does. So um, I want to meet and I want to speak and I want to engage with the person responsible for what he does. Um, yeah. And at the same time, because I admire this guy, I get a sense that he's not going to be an ass. Of course, he. I could be wrong. However, I, I will. I will save that. I will. I will make my judgment on the on at the moment when I'm in the same room as him. I'm in the same room as him now, so I'm. I'm seeing. I'm. I'm. I'm taking it in. I'm reading him, and I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? He seems cool. Let me go speak to the guy. Boom, and it ends up. It ends up. He's. He's. He's a cool guy. Do you get what I'm saying? So that that's my yeah. process before I that's my thought process before my I, I go speak to anyone. So it's like I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it, maybe soon I'll, I'll I'll meet someone another person that I admire and then they they're, they're going to completely throw that whole process out the water and and prove me wrong and and whatever whatever. But I I don't know. It's it's uh it's an interesting thing. No, trust me, it can happen, man. I think I think a lot of people in the in the UK have started to feel that way about Ian Wright, for example. Oh, mate! Um, exactly. Do you see what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah, Prior yeah. So, okay, what's the what's the problem said, with Ian Wright? What's the problem with Ian Wright? If there is a problem, why why is everyone going against him? This will be our last topic, and we'll run. We'll done it. Well, I've um, from what I've gathered and what I've understood, like uh, I've, again, it's the same thing I'm saying to you before. Everyone viewed him through their own prism so they were like yeah this guy is a black man in football he he exhibits what we consider to be culturally black um uh aesthetics and then he starts talking and then you realize that <laughs> he's mentally He's mentally not entirely the the the, the what you what the, the image was or what, what you thought the image was. Why? What like in how has this manifested itself? Like how, what what did he say that made everyone think? It's his oh. England support. Is 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 his England? I think it's something to do with his England support. And uh, he made some commentary on on. Uh, I'm not even entirely sure what the whole comment was, but he made some commentary uh, during this World Cup that just kind of made people just like oh. Like we thought you were a part of the the cause, but it, you, you just seem to be on the plan. See, I don't have a you problem. You seem like with... you were in Django. Wow, that's that's deep. Um, <laughs> I yeah. see. The thing is, I don't, I don't see an issue with his behavior, because if we really, if we take, if we take a step back and we look at it, this is this. I mean, I don't know his history, but if I imagine that he spent. A hell of a lot of time watching football, taking part in football, dreaming about football. And then eventually he played for England. Right? I'm I'm, I'm not a football guy, so I'm I'm assuming he played for yeah, England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. yeah. So yeah, so he, England, he didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't achieve his dream. I imagine every footballer's dream is to 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 see your team to to hold the World Cup, the Euro Cup, whatever, every single substantial cup out there. He didn't see his dream. 
So now he's he's working. He's you know he's one of the lucky ones who are, who are still able to uh, maintain a career in the sport, commentary and all that, and now England have a chance. Well, had a chance of um, you know of 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 bringing it home, as it were, and. I think we're judging him based on our own sort of timeline and 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 views. Like you know, we our timeline. I mean, and you alluded to this earlier. Like our timeline is very different from his timeline. Like he, yeah. he I don't know where he grew up. I'm sure it was in a predominantly white area. Um, and if he was a footballer at that time, he was definitely probably the only one in the village at that time in the early like his <laughs> you know the, the early training days so i yeah, imagine yeah, so yeah, yeah. do you get what i'm saying so his his the way he sees thing and 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 what what he holds emotional um stake in is very different from what we hold emotional stake in so i i i feel let ian wright live man like i, I don't i don't see I mean, it's it's. Don't get me wrong. We loved Ian Wright when he was like one of the mandem, and I think it was something we could relate to. But let's not forget where he's from and who he. Yeah, but that's. I think. I, I think that's what the level of betrayal that the people feel, because, like you said, he was one of the mandem. But that was now, us, like you said. He he was on a particular plane. He was in a. a a, a, a typical yeah. He was he was on a particular particular plane, and we took it upon ourselves to assume that he was one of the mandem. But as time moves on and for whatever reason, the, the, the structure of the plane is changing, maybe we're seeing his true colours now. And his colours were always Possibly. there. Possibly. We, 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 we had blindfolds up. Not blindfolds. Uh, what do you call them? Blinkers or something. We, we had a polarised view of... Blinkers, yeah. yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know. I mean... It's, it's... It's totally, it's totally possible. It's totally possible. Do you that think the interesting, more interesting thing is gun? The more interesting thing is Stan Collymore uh, went now in on him. Yeah, has yeah, been, yeah, has, yeah, yeah. yeah, but Stan Collymore himself has now all of a sudden become this really vocal, one of the man them level of vocal as well. That's the thing that's even more interesting in this type of space. So you've you've got <laughs> you've got Ian Wright that's gone the other way and Stan Collymore that's gone the next direction. This is that's an interesting space. I don't know what's happening in this middle age. La <laughs> lastly, do you think this is at all anything to do with Ian Wright's um, current partner? Possibly. And, Possibly. And for context, um, I believe Ian Guide was Ian Guide. Ian Wright was once uh, with a black woman. And he was married to to a black woman. Yeah. Uh, while he was with the black woman, there was one high profile case of infidelity that he got caught out in. He was sleeping with uh, some woman that worked in McDonald's, and she happened to be a white woman. Um, so that got him like a lot of headache from from the community as well. Mm. And um, obviously, this next woman now that is with us, I think, is a white woman as well. And you know, like we're passionate about this stuff. Of course, so. of course. <laughs> of course <laughs> all right sir i won't keep you any longer thank you so much for your time um brother i could talk to you for hours i've just realized like there's so many things we haven't covered like i wanted to get into your writing um but we didn't really get into that um we'll leave that for another day but... hey listen 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm cool to talk, but I, yeah. I cut the day out. Cut the day out for you. No, you know, I appreciate like that. that. <laughs> I appreciate that. But um, yeah, uh, like you, look, we. Uh, I think we don't want to go too far and make this podcast too long because people like their short, yeah, yeah, short chunks. But yeah, cool. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Where can they find you? Um. Wow. Uh, I'm at Simple Simon on Simple Simon FE on Twitter. That's uh, probably the the main. Uh, social media that you can catch me on uh, I'm on Facebook as well but I don't think my profile is open like that so yeah yeah, catch yeah. me on Twitter that's by all means or you can catch us uh, on ESN Podcast that is uh, at ESN Podcast uh, also on Twitter and we have a podcast that's called The Eloquently Saying Nothing Podcast that you can get on all of your podcatchers um, iTunes uh, I think we're on Google Music in uh, America Um and all of the rest of them. We're trying to get onto SoundCloud. Uh, not SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. We're trying to get onto what's the other one? Spotify. Spotify. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, that, I, that will happen at some I point. I need to try to try get on that as well soon. Um and as for me, you can find me on all your socials. Hey SA. Um as I as I mentioned earlier in the in, in, in the recording, um I run a weekly soul lounge called Got Soul every single Sunday at the South Place Hotel. It's free. It's neo soul, soulful R&B, soul, a bit of rare groove and classic uh, Motown soul. Every single Sunday from 6 p.m. till midnight. It's a lounge night, not a party. It's a lounge night. You're welcome to get up and two-step, but primarily it's a lounge night. There's games, uh, free CDs, and uh yeah do come down it's free south place hotel just if you google got so sundays you'll 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 come across it um and i think that's it uh big up to you sir thank you so much for your time the honor was mine my brother my honor was mine appreciate that uh and uh peace, peace. peace. peace.